views and opinions on the following program are not necessarily those of the staff and management of Oldies 1079, WOLD, or SRN Communications. It's time now for Here's the Thing, a show that's all about you with your host, Lauren Cardinal, a board-certified hypnotist and results coach. If you're looking to make a positive change this year, learn lifelong tools to reduce stress and be present. If you're stuck and need to remove the blocks that are from success and happiness in the areas of your life, or if you want to get a new perspective on things, well, it's time to talk to Lauren Cardinal. To talk to Lauren, call 732 748 1079. That's 732-748-1079. And now, here's your host, Lauren Cardinal. Hello, and thank you for joining me for Here's the Thing. I am your host, Lauren Cardinal. If you missed the intro, I'm a board-certified hypnotherapist and certified life coach. I help my clients learn more about their options and choices so they're in control of their lives. If you want to change your life, it starts with changing your mind. Thank you for listening and welcome. I'm grateful to those of you listening live on 107.9 FM or online right now, and to the Sussex County audience listening and also podcast listeners. So there seem to be so many alternative and complementary options out there for care. I found myself thinking in the past, certainly, how can we possibly know which one is right? It is important to know the what's and the when's and the why's for using these different modalities and learn which options could be best for you. So tonight's show is about demystifying complementary therapies. If you've ever wondered about some of these modalities, well, tonight is your opportunity to learn more. I have a very good friend and exceptional therapist who practices a number of these modalities, the EMDR, EFT, cranial sacral therapy, energy work, and hypnotherapy. In just a bit, we'll start our conversation with her. Uh, you can feel free to call in live to ask either of us questions or just to listen and learn about these complementary modalities. Now, last week... I said that if we run out of time at the end of the show, I'll do the visualization this week because it's really, really neat. So I am going to do that. I'm going to switch things up and I'm going to do it at the start of the show after the opening comments, but rather than at the end of the show so we can make sure to get it in. And it is really, really neat. So for now, I'm going to ask you to write down the number to call in because as questions come up for you, you'll likely want to call in and that number is 732 732- 748 1079. 732 748 1079. So, first off, tonight's show is brought to you by North Star Asset Management. They're investment advisors located in Panther Valley with over 30 years of investment experience. You can check them out online at www.nstarinvest.com. They've been helping people create long-term success with their financial plans by choosing the appropriate withdrawal rate. If you're at a distance from their location and aren't sure whether you're in their service area, you can give John or Andrew a call, and they might be able to come to you. For more information, call 908-850-9991. 
That's 908-850-9991, or find them online at www.nstarinvest.com. And for those of you that listened last week, well, and for those of you who didn't, last week's show was titled Getting Unstuck. If you're tired of waiting, waiting for someone or something else to solve your problems, or if you're feeling stuck in your job or career or where you live, or stuck in a relationship, or if you're stuck in old patterns and trapped in the past, there is no need to wait. You are the answer that you've been seeking. So if you missed the show, or you'd like to hear it again, or you'd like to listen to any of the prior shows, you can find the podcasts on my website, www.laurencardinal.com. And to our Sussex County listening audience, as always, welcome. On Saturday mornings from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., this live show plays as a pre-recorded show on WRSK 97.5 Cruise and Oldies, broadcasting from Sussex County Community College. And Sussex County listeners, if you'd like to listen live or call in to the live show, the shows are recorded on Monday nights from 7 to 8 p.m. on 107.9 WOLD Radio. You can listen to the show on the internet at woldradio.com or through the TuneIn Radio app on your phone or the free WOLD mobile app for your Apple device. And thank you for joining me. And for me... I mentioned this last week, I'll be doing a group coaching session about changing your relationship with money, starting Wednesday, July 12th, and each Wednesday after for one month, this group will be meeting by phone for one hour at noon on Wednesdays. If you take time for lunch each day, then chances are pretty good you can fit this in. Each week will be a live phone call. I'll give exercises to do before and after each call which will add to the discussion, but more importantly, they'll help you make the shifts that you're seeking. There will also be online chat sessions, visualizations to do each week, and consistent support from me and from your group. If you're not financially where you want to be, or if you're constantly stressed about money, it may be time to do the internal work so you can change your external experience. You can stop feeling exhausted and defeated and take back your financial life. You can do this. For more information, please check out my website, laurencardinal.com, or call me directly at 973-418-2170. I'm really excited about this program, excited about starting this group. Making changes can be easy, and I hope you'll join me. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Here's the Thing. I'm your host, Lauren Cardinal, board-certified hypnotherapist and results coach, And tonight, we're going to be talking about demystifying complementary therapies. Once again, the number to call is 732-748-1079. As questions come up for you when the discussion begins, just either write down your question or just reach out. So, as I mentioned in the beginning, we'll start with the visualization. And since I'm changing this up and doing this at the beginning of the show, we'll wait and to do another visualization next week. So let's get started. Okay, if you're in a safe place to close your eyes, you can close your eyes, it's not necessary. But hopefully you can find yourself, take a nice deep breath and center. Feel your body. And on the exhale, you can close your eyes. 
And imagine in front of you, there's a large, clear plastic bag. And as you look at the bag, notice many things about it, especially the clarity with which you can see through the bag to the inside. You can see very clearly what is in this bag. One thing you notice right away is the color inside of the bag, a beautiful purple swirling color, slowly moving around in the bag, almost iridescent. Just for a moment, watch the purple light swirling slowly inside the bag. And there are some things that you can place in the bag, if you like, some things about yourself, your thoughts, your ideas, your difficulties, your hopes. Begin by putting into the bag your name and everything it means about you, what it says about you, how it feels to have this name. Notice it just swirling in the purple light. Place in the bag your clothes, your entire wardrobe. Place in the bag your hair, your hairstyle. Notice what it says about you, what kind of statement it makes, what it means about you. Watch it all swirling slowly in the bag. Notice these things that are important to you. Put in the bag your furniture, your entire house, everything in it. Notice all of the things you own swirling in this purple mist. Now in the bag, put your car, what it says about you, what you might be trying to tell people about yourself. Put in the bag your phone, all of your possessions in the bag. Put your job in the bag and all those ideas that you are what you do. Put in the bag your mind, and with that, that little voice in the back of your mind that's always telling you what to think and what to do, put your personality in the bag, your dreams, your nightmares. Place in the bag your beliefs, all of your beliefs about money, beliefs about your weight, your complexion, about race, God, religion, politics. Place in the bag all of your ideas and fears you have about death and loneliness. Put your family in the bag, your entire family. Put all of your complaints in the bag, anything you've ever complained about, all your judgments in the bag. Those people and things you felt were good or bad or right or wrong. And put in the bag your need to always be right. Your opinions, opinions about what you have or haven't accomplished. Opinions about failure, reputation, things you're guilty of, maybe laws you broke, arguments you've had. Put it all in the bag. Put all the agreements you didn't keep in the bag, all the relationships you left, all the relationships that left you. Put in the bag opinions others have about you, opinions your parents may have had about what they wanted you to be, what your friends wanted you to be, what your boss wanted you to be. Put in the bag what your enemies think of you your characteristics, habits, addictions, your resistance, put it all in the bag. Just watch it all swirling and moving, all those things that are you, that define you. Put in the bag your need to be alone or your desire to sometimes not tell the truth, your desire to not confront others. Put in the bag your refusal to let other people teach you or perhaps your reluctance to empower other people. In the bag, put all of your fears or your need to justify what you do wrong, the reasons for the way you are what you are. Put all of your current problems in the bag. 
all of those things about you swirling in the bag and the purple misty light. It's a lot. It's all in there. Now look around and put anything you might have forgotten in the bag. Anything about you. Put it all in there. Everything that is you is in the bag. Now put the clothes you're wearing in the bag. Put your body in the bag. See everything that is you in the bag, all swirling around in the bag with the purple light. But you are not in the bag. You are who is looking at the bag. You created everything in that bag to help you experience yourself. You can keep or discard anything in the bag. It's your choice. It's your choice. It's not you. You are not who is in the bag. You are not the things in the bag. You are who is looking at the bag. Now you can keep whatever you choose. It's your choice. And once you've decided what you want to keep, everything else that's in the bag, you can just kick it. Send it, send it out into the universe far away. Just kick it. Get rid of it. And when you're ready, you can do that. Just kick it. And then you can enjoy yourself staying in the moment where nothing matters, where you are and have everything that you want, everything that you choose to create for your external experience. That's your choice. Take a nice deep breath and breathe that in. And on the exhale, you can open your eyes. Great. Great. So that was a little bit different, a little different than the visualizations that we usually do. But based on last week's topic of getting unstuck, I thought it was appropriate to kind of reestablish the authenticity, who you know yourself to be, who you want to be, because the choices are all there for you. They're all your choices. So thank you for participation with that. Now on with the show. So, complementary therapies, EMDR, EFT, cranial sacral therapy, energy work. What? What do the initials even mean? We hear these acronyms and names interspersed in conversation here and there, and they often can seem like they're just otherworldly, don't they? Well, tonight we're going to dig in and find out what the real deal is. And if you haven't heard of these names and acronyms before, well, then you just very well may be the bell of the ball when you can share all sorts of information about them when they do come up, because they will. You will hear this, and if you haven't heard of it before after tonight's show, hopefully you'll be able to be the, uh, the one that's able to pontificate about each of them. Because sometimes that's fun, right? So I'll give a brief overview of several of the modalities, and then we'll speak with a therapist and very dear friend of mine, Kate Kessel. Kate is a licensed therapist in Virginia, who through the course of her work and experience has been trained on just about all of the modalities that I've mentioned. So you and I are really fortunate to have her with us, and I'm super excited about it. As you know, because it's been mentioned even several times in the show so far. I'm a hypnotherapist and a coach. But hypnotherapy is a complementary modality to medicine and psychotherapy or therapy work. 
I work in conjunction with both of those to reach the desired goal of my clients and his or her practitioner. My work with my clients complements what my client may already be doing. So while we will discuss the application of hypnotherapy a bit tonight, if you want to hear about it more in specificity, you can listen to the podcast uh, from a show I did a few weeks ago. It's on my website, laurencardinal.com. The show is called Are You Already Hypnotized? So we will be talking about it, but not as much in depth uh, because there'll be another opportunity that you can take to listen to and learn more about hypnotherapy if you haven't already. And regarding the other modalities, it might be a good place to start by flushing out those acronyms. So first, EMDR. It stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. They are completely different modalities. EMDR therapy, as defined, is an integrative psychotherapy approach that's been extensively researched and proven effective for the treatment of trauma. And this is from the EMDR website. EMDR is a set of standardized protocols that incorporates elements from a variety of different treatment approaches. It's used for people of all ages to relieve many types of psychological stress. Through EMDR, resolution of traumatic and disturbing adverse life experiences is accomplished with a unique standardized set of procedures and clinical protocols, which incorporates the dual focus of attention and alternating bilateral visual, auditory, and tactile stimulation. What does that mean? It's all about what it says, the eye movement and desensitization reprocessing. So it is about moving your eyes. And when they talk about the auditory, you're hearing things at the same time. And the tactile stimulation, that's more of the the touching. So I could get into it a little bit more, but I think it's best to have Kate come on because she uses EMDR and to really talk about it and in practical application. It's really very interesting. The process activates the components of the memory of disturbing life events and facilitates the resumption of adaptive information processing and integration. So like I said, the practical application of that, what all of that means, we'll hear from Kate. It was developed in 1987 by a psychologist named Francine Shapiro. And she made the chance observation, which I'm hoping Kate will tell the story about. She made the chance observation that eye movements can reduce the intensity of disturbing thoughts under certain conditions. And EMDR appears to be similar to what occurs naturally during REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep. And Dr. Shapiro first studied this effect in 1987 and 1989. She reported it in the Journal of Traumatic Stress. And since then, it's developed and evolved through contributions of therapists and researchers all over the world. And when we talk with Kate, we'll, we'll get that information on what it really means for us in the real world. How would we know whether it's something that would be good for us to use? Now, EFT, the emotional freedom technique, is a relatively new discovery, 
uh, in the field of energy psychology. It's often referred to as psychological acupressure. And it's described as the technique working by releasing blockages within the energy system, which are the source of emotional intensity and discomfort. Blockages in our energy system. And the resulting symptoms are noted to be emotional or physical or both. An EFT treatment involves the use of fingertips rather than needles to tap on the endpoints of energy meridians. Now, you've probably also heard it referred to as tapping. And to speak of the meridians that are situated just beneath the surface of the skin, there's a set of pathways in the body along which vital energy is said to flow. And there are 12 pathways associated with specific organs. The EFT treatment is non-invasive, and it works based on the idea of making change as simple and pain-free as possible. It was developed in the early 1990s by Gary Craig. And interestingly, Gary Craig is a Stanford engineering graduate, but he's also certified master practitioner of NLP, or Neuro Linguistic Programming. Here we go with the acronyms again, right? (laughs) NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. Just a brief overview. It's Neuro Linguistic Program is a process that describes the fundamental dynamics between the mind, neuro, language, linguistic, and how their interplay affects our body and behavior, the programming. NLP was developed in the 1970s and is based on the verbal and behavioral patterns of very successful hypnotists and therapists. So the two founders of or developers of NLP, Richard Bandler and John Grinder, started observing hypnotists and therapists who were very successful to kind of recreate what they were doing. And they came up with the the acronym and the word of neuro-linguistic programming. And EFT incorporates the components of NLP. Now, how about cranial sacral therapy? Raise your hand if you know about cranial sacral therapy. Can't see you. It's also known as cranial osteopathy. And this treatment is focused on using a specific touch to manipulate specific joints of the skull. Joints of the skull? Are there joints in the skull? Well, my understanding is that it's the joints that they're discussing is based on that area in the skull, kind of when we pay attention to babies and the plates come together. It's in those areas that get developed uh, until late adolescence. And the idea of cranial sacral therapy is that the, the developer in the 1970s, a man, a doctor by the name of John Upledger, he observed that the human brain makes a natural pulsating movement that's completely independent of our breathing. The cycles are about 10 to 14 pulses per minute. And what the practitioner does is gets in tune with the client or the patient and actually feels with fingertips for those pulses. And when the pulses are not 
I guess Kate can add to this, but when the pulses are not in their regular beat or they're um, not in a, 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 the right rhythm, that there can be different effects. Pains and other irregularities are caused by an abnormal pattern. So the cranial sacral therapist will gently manipulate the bones of the skull in an attempt to alleviate the conditions of the disease or ailment by placing his or her hands on the client, become in tune. And then the therapist gently manipulates the cranial bones with a light touch. And what I was reading is that it's with pressure no more than five grams of pressure. What does that mean? The weight of a nickel. That weight of a nickel, that's that light pressure in order to make the changes. So interesting. I'm looking forward to hearing some more from Kate about that. And similarly to chiropractic medicine, which I think now is more mainstream. I feel like that's not necessarily something that we need to discuss. It's, it's, uh, it's important. It's certainly considered an alternative or complementary therapy. But if we're here tonight to shed light on the less known areas, I think chiropractic is pretty well known. Uh, acupuncture has become more mainstream. Its practitioners are now licensed, which allows for qualification under many medical insurance plans. So I think the acupuncture is definitely becoming more known. And acupuncture also uses the meridians that EFT uses to address life force energy in the body. And as you may or may not know, acupuncture is done by putting very thin needles into your skin at certain points on your body. And it's done to influence the energy flow. And sometimes, I wasn't aware of this, sometimes heat, pressure, or mild electrical current is used along with the needles. Interesting. Now, speaking of therapies for life force energy, there are other forms of energy practices and therapies. Possibly more well-known is Reiki, which is a healing technique based on the principle that the therapist can channel energy into the patient by means of touch to activate the natural healing processes of the patient's body and restore physical and emotional well-being. Reiki was developed a long time ago by Mikao Usui in combination with the Emperor of Japan at that time. And the purpose, their purpose, is to help people realize that healing the spirit by consciously deciding to improve oneself is a necessary part of the Reiki healing process. And for Reiki practitioners, it is about bringing the life force energy to flow through them to bring back alignment in the seven chakras of the client. There are also other energy, uh, energy practices, orthobionomy, polarity therapy. Um, the orthobionomy is gentle, non-invasive, and it's based on the philosophy of that allowing the body to correct itself with the focus being on pain relief. Um, and polarity therapy is, is a unique process that does involve touch. And it was developed by an osteopathic physician who was also a chiropractor. And unlike massage or physical therapy, which the purpose could be relaxation, or re-educating the body to align with gravity, the polarity therapy is said that your body is a reflection of your thoughts and your beliefs and your emotions and experience. And there are, I'm sure, several others. 
the ones that I'm bringing up tonight are those that I think you may more readily hear about, but may not be mainstream yet. So we'll have the opportunity to speak with Kate. I'm just looking at the time, and it's probably a good time to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we can talk with Kate. So be back in just a moment. For those of you who are retired or close to it, have you taken the time to conduct a safe withdrawal rate analysis? If you're like me, you've spent a lifetime saving for retirement and now you want to make sure that it lasts. Few things are more important to the long-term success of your financial plan than choosing an appropriate withdrawal rate and establishing that rate early on can make all the difference. The investment advisors at North Star Asset Management in Panther Valley can help you determine what withdrawal rate is right for you. They've been working with retirees in the area for the past 30 years. For more information, the number to call is 908-850-9991. That's 908-850-9991. Or find them on the web at nstarinvest.com. And now back to Here's the Thing, a show that's all about you on WOLD and your host, Lauren Cardinal, a board-certified hypnotist and results coach. If you'd like to speak to Lauren, you can call in at 732-748-1079. That's 732-748-1079. Let's get back to the show with your host, Lauren Cardinal. Hello, and thank you again for joining us. This is Here's the Thing. I'm your host, Lauren Cardinal. Tonight, we're talking about demystifying complementary therapies. And on the line, we have a dear friend of mine and fantastic therapist located in Virginia, Kate Kessel, who's going to share some of her experiences and knowledge about the different modalities, the different complementary therapies, and how they can be used. The sort of the, the whys, the whens, the whats about all of these complementary therapies. So you know what's available to you, how you might use it, and when it would be something that you would seek out. Uh, Kate, you there? I am. Thank you, Lauren. Hello. Hi, Kate. It's so nice to speak with you. I'm so excited nice to have to you on the show you. tonight. So excited. <laughs> so when I started talking about the different modalities, I started with the EMDR. And mm-hmm. I hit on the point of the psychologist Francine Shapiro Mm-hmm. made a chance observation about the eye movements reducing the intensity of the disturbing thoughts. And I remember you mentioning something about that to me one time. I'm wondering if well, you can expand on that. Sure. When, when we have something bad that happens to us uh, in, a, in a sense that it doesn't get digested, which means that uh, we, we find ourselves uh, triggered by the same situation or something that reminds us of that situation over and over again. Um, so, for example, if we were um, hit by a blue car, we might see a blue car everywhere we look, or we might be standing right in front of a blue car and not see it and not see a blue car. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> what that tells us is that the, the the memory, the experience is is stuck. And when it gets stuck, the the eye movement 
or what we call bilateral stimulation, uh, creates movement between the thinking and the feeling sides of the brain. Mm. So when the eyes move back and forth, it's um, getting the attention of one side of the brain and then the other. So as it's being processed, movement is created to help the shift happen. And so what we're looking at is what is the negative thought we have about ourselves in that memory, such as I'm in, I'm in danger, I, I am helpless or powerless, uh, I'm not in control, uh, it's my fault. Uh, and then we're looking at what is the emotion associated with that memory and what is, where is that emotion physically in the body so that we're incorporating the somatic experience of whatever is trapped in cellular memory along with the cognitive, along with the emotional. Uh, so uh, mm-hmm. EFT um, it is incorporating those same things. And both of these, EFT and EMDR, are evidence-based therapies. And what that means is they have been uh, tested repeatedly with positive results, Uh, and both of them have been tested and used and continue to be used with soldiers and Marines returning from a war zone. Mm -hmm. So for when I hear that, I think PTSD. Yes, Um, any any kind of trauma, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a trauma. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if we hold a negative belief, but we don't necessarily know where that negative belief comes from because we don't have a conscious memory associated with it, Mm -hmm. um, then we can still use the EMDR to access that, just as we could use hypnotherapy Mm -hmm. to access that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a question that I have for you when you're talking about the bilateral visual stimulation going from right brain to left brain back and forth. Oftentimes I've heard of that in the, even the, the physical stimulation, right side, left side, uh, for mm-hmm. anxiety. Would you consider EMDR a viable modality for dealing with anxiety? Yeah, really it's a, it's a, it's a modality to be used for um, just about anything. Mm. Um, the... Uh, uh, and bilateral stimulation helps to calm anxiety. And so the butterfly hug, when we mm-hmm. cross our arms and tap our shoulders alternately, or we put our hands on our lap and we just tap one leg and then tap the other leg, you know, this is a way to give ourselves bilateral um, uh, easing of whatever the anxiety is. Um, it's the same as when we, um, it's similar, I should say, as to when we take a walk. Um, put one foot down and then the other. And so by the end of the walk, whatever the problem was, doesn't feel quite as intense as when we began the walk Mm -hmm. because we were creating movement in the brain as we were processing it. Okay, yeah. And is that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like in one of our past conversations that you had mentioned that that was how Dr. Shapiro kind of discovered EMDR while she was walking yeah. and like tracking with her eyes. Yeah, she was actually sitting on a park bench um, and having a disturbing thought uh, about something that was uh, mildly upsetting. And she found, and she just began moving her eyes back and forth 
uh, and I, I can't remember now if that was completely random or if she was thinking about the eye movement mm. um, that occurs in REM sleep, where if you watch someone in REM sleep, you can see their eyes moving back and forth sure. under their eyelids. Um, and she found that by doing that, she felt some relief. And then from there began to build it as a therapy. Fascinating. Fascinating. And for EFT, the emotional freedom technique, the tapping, mm -hmm. how would you say the uses for that might differ from, let's say, EMDR or hypnotherapy? Well, the, the beauty of uh, EFT um, is that I, I teach EFT to all of my clients, um, and if the client is a child, I, I teach it to their parents as well, mm -hmm. uh, because it gives them something that they can do when they are not in session, not in the office, um, for their own self-care. So even if we're not processing something, if we're just tapping through the points, it is creating balance in the body and in the brain. And so if we're exhausted, it brings our energy up. If we're hyped, it calms our physical energy, and it also calms the emotional state. Mm -hmm. So tapping is a, a very handy tool that is literally free at our fingertips. Sure, sure. And I have done some work with tapping, and I've tried it for myself, and I've um, mm -hmm. listened to um, tutorials and videos on it. What I find for myself the most challenging, and just because of that, I figured it might be a good thing to bring up, is how to know what to say while I'm tapping on the different points. Yeah, a lot of people get tripped up on that. It, you don't have to say anything. Okay. You can just tap to tap. I'll sometimes tap at a red light just to balance my energy before going to the office. Mm -hmm. um, and so many people think that you have to be saying something. Now, if you are tapping on an issue, and, I, and you know, when I give, you know, show people this skill in session, I ask them to not tap on anything that's more than 24 hours old. Um, you know, if it's, mm. uh, oftentimes uh, things have deeper roots. And the longer something goes unprocessed, it needs to then be uh, resolved in a way that you are peeling back the layers. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so I ask people, if they're going to be tapping at home, just tap on something from that day that was upsetting uh, without going into something deeper that might be useful to have someone hold space for that process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you tap by venting, venting, venting. So, for example, uh, someone whose thoughts are racing and they're fearful that they're not going to be able to go to sleep. And so if they're tapping and venting on, you know, I, I feel fear in my chest that I'm not going to be able to go to sleep because my thoughts keep racing, and, uh, and then I'm not going to be as functional when I wake up in the morning. I'm not going to parent as kindly. I'm not going to be as productive at work. Uh, and so to continue tapping noticing what is my thought about this, what is the emotion and where is it in the body, and then uh, continue tapping when a reframe um, is happening. So, well, the reframe might be even when I'm tired, I do get through my day, 
and I can be intentional and take a deep breath before I respond to my children. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And so when some reassuring thoughts start to come in, to continue to tap on that so that the brain takes in that experience. Mm-hmm. And, and so ultimately, uh, you, you'll find that the, um, the emotional state and the physical state are all calming, and, and often the mental racing thoughts as well. And so sometimes I'll just kind of begin with words and then just let myself tap. And before I know it, you know, I've tapped through maybe even as little as two or three times and rolling over to go to sleep. Wow, that's great. That's great. And for people who are interested in tapping, I know there is an EFT site where they can get more information to learn more about it. Yes, EFT Universe. The thing about EFT, everyone can go and take this training. You do not have to be a therapist. Uh, any average Joe, um, even an older teen that can sit through the training. Uh, sometimes there's an intro for a couple of hours, um, and oftentimes there's a, a level one given over two days, and then maybe the next weekend might be a level two given over two days. Um, so I wouldn't, I, I mean, this is, this is a life skill that is so easy to learn, so applic- applicable to mm-hmm. anything that comes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. That's great, and it and it's lovely to do with our kids, uh, and 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 kids like it. With kids, I call it tap and zap. You tap and zap the bad feeling. That's great. That's great, and, and it's accessible. Uh, it, it gives them another tool, another tool, yeah. a coping mechanism. Exactly, which is so important. Now, mm-hmm. you had mentioned that um, for your for your patients, you recommend tapping on something that isn't that's twenty four hours old or less. Because mm-hmm. other things might be deeper and need you know to peel back the layers. If that's the case, and I'm just thinking about um, listeners now, if there's if they realize that there's something that's deeper than 24 years, 24 hours old, what would you consider options at that point? <clears throat> then, then absolutely find a therapist. Um, it, it, hypnotherapy is a great option. Um, uh, find a, her- a therapist who uses some sort of body-based moda- modality such as EFT or EMDR mm-hmm. um, because they're the most I, – I was about to make a blanket statement here. I'm partial, of course, uh, because I feel that these are very thorough therapy mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because it does incorporate the physical with the mental and emotional and and off and there there are many therapies that address the mental and emotional, but the the somatic piece often gets left behind, mm-hmm. and whatever is um, unresolved, undigested experience also has a cellular component. Sure, sure. And we've even mentioned that on the show before that every emotion that we have has a physical presentation. Yes. So if it's not resolved, it stays, and it can come out and show itself physically at some point in time. Yeah, and the body's going to try and get our attention, and it's going to give us little messages of pain or discomfort, and we'll ignore it and ignore it, Mm -hmm. and it will get louder and louder, Mm -hmm. and eventually our body will have to get our attention. That's right. Kind of the, you're not going anywhere until you listen to me. Right. (laughs) 
So EMDR is by a licensed practiced, practicing therapist, yes? Yes. Okay. Um, to, to train in EMDR, someone must already be a licensed clinical therapist. Okay. Good to know. In order to search, and there is an EMDR site. I think it's just www.emdr.org, right? Uh, uh, no, EMDR, mm-hmm. IA, for International Association. Okay. right, right. I'm just looking at that now. Great. Um, because anyone who's trained in through that organization, mm-hmm. you're going to get a, a standard protocol that is very effective. Great. And it's, it's too easy to veer from that protocol and kind of make it your own, and it's not necessarily going to be as effective. Great. So that's why Good I do know. encourage people to find their therapist through EMDR-IA. And EMDR is eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing mm-hmm. international association. Okay, great. And I will have that uh, on my website. If you go to, for listeners, if you go to the podcast, there's a description for each of the podcasts, and I'll make sure to list all of these websites in the description for the podcast discussing the complementary therapies. So that's great information. And I feel like... EFT has certainly become a little bit more well-known, almost. People are talking Mm -hmm. about it, tapping, and EMDR to a certain extent, particularly for trauma. I think people who have experienced significant trauma, EMDR has been introduced or spoken to them so that there's somewhat of a familiarity with that. But I feel like cranial sacral therapy is definitely out there. I hear it frequently, but I don't know that it is mainstream. So I feel like that one we can also really get some good information from you about that. Uh, you have practiced the cranial sacral therapy. Yes. I, I, I trained for two years. This was many years ago. Um, so I'm no longer a registered cranial sacral therapist. Um, but, uh, but I can speak to it. It's, um, it's a beautiful therapy. It, it, anyone who has received energy work, um, it, it, it's, it, it, it speaks to the subtle energies in the body. It wakes up the subtle energies in the body um, in a way that is very respectful and therapeutic. Uh, and it, there's two schools of craniosacral therapy. One does not involve manipulation. Mm-hmm. And so it is just any craniosacral therapy is listening to the flow of the cerebrospinal fluid. Mm-hmm. It has its own inhalation and exhalation. And so listening anywhere in the body where something, for example, is out of alignment. Um, and so it, to listen to that part of the body, um, maybe it was um, a facial bone uh, that was fractured in some way. Uh, maybe it was the, um, the sacrum uh, that could have uh, become locked from a whiplash. Uh, maybe it's a, a, a vertebra. And to just listen to that part of the body and let it complain and express itself and show how it is compressing or, you know, holding some adaptive pattern. So our body learns to adapt. Mm-hmm. And, and keep us on our feet and moving through our days mm-hmm. with all kinds of discomfort and patterns that it's holding. 
And craniosacral therapy gives the body a voice to express that. And once it expresses it, just like we would go to therapy to talk through a problem, then it allows the body to see that it's holding in that way. And then the therapist can suggest to the body, would you like to take up some space here and go back into your original health? Um, And so the body is given the choice to return to its original health. And so that's a beautiful thing when the body chooses it, Mm -hmm. because then it's more likely to hold that balance than if the the correction is imposed on the body. Right, and needing to be reimposed and reimposed in order to have it stick, for lack of a better way of, of saying it. Now, with the craniosacral therapy, if I was going in for... A, a session with a, um, a therapist, do mm-hmm. I go in with a specific goal or a specific discomfort, or is that sort of discovered and the healing allowed in that session? Sure. You, you can go in with a specific discomfort um, or, or issue uh, that you would like to have addressed. Um, and, uh, and a craniosacral therapist is going to ask your body, is it in your highest good to address this issue because you might come in with, you know, right shoulder discomfort, but the body is showing something else that needs to be resolved before that. Mm. Um, so that's, uh, that's just sort of, you know, navigating and, and communicating with the client that they feel um, heard, uh, but that the body leads the way on how to heal. Now, what you're describing, too, I know it's based on the cerebrospinal fluid and Mm -hmm. feeling that. It almost sounds like from what you're saying that there's an energy component to it as well and reading the energy. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, absolutely. With any energy work, whether it's craniosacral, orthobionomy, um, Reiki, polarity, Donna Eden Energy Medicine, there's an energy component to everything. Even EMDR, EFT, there's, there's energy component to everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, if we talk about the energy field around us that has seven layers to the aura, most people that can see auras see the first layer or two, but there are seven layers. Um, and the aura goes out generally two to three feet in an egg shape around us in all directions. Um, And so anything that we are affecting in the body affects the field. Anything that is worked in the field also affects the physical body. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so to keep that in mind, if if we have holes in our field, for example, or weaknesses in our field, because of whatever we've experienced that maybe we haven't addressed and those holes have remained, it makes it easy for negative energy to find its way in. And so we might go through our day and go, dang, why, why is that person being so ugly to me? And a family member was ugly to me before I left the house. And now this guy seems to be having a bad day. And, and so when I find that um, I seem to be having a series of negative experiences, or I have one experience and I really take it in, like it feels hurtful. 
mm-hmm. instead of just understanding that clearly the other person's having a bad day, um, then I realize that my field is probably a little weak. Um, and then there are um, nice ways to do it, quick ways to do it, Donna Eden Energy Medicine, which you can find on YouTube, um, or you go to innersource.net, and she, uh, she's got simple techniques to shore up the energy field mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. fill it back in to clear the, the holes or the weaknesses out and, and fill that back in. Interesting. So in terms of the, I mean, it's all, it's all the energy work, all of these things that we're talking about. You mentioned the, uh, which I also brought up, the orthobionomy and the, the polarity Yeah, that's therapy. beautiful work. Yeah, and orthobionomy really is. I mean, uh, all of these. It's, I, I remember years ago learning some of these therapies, and, and, uh, and of course, you know, the, whatever therapy I was learning was what I was most enthusiastic about at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, it, and, and, and what I've learned is find someone you feel comfortable with. And, and, and then it's a little less important what the actual therapy is that they provide. If you feel safe and comfortable with someone, that is setting up the healing environment, and that is what you should be guided by. Mm. We, we, sure. None of us, whether a child or an adult, none of us can heal until we have some sense of physical and emotional safety. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's excellent, excellent information for all of this because it's based, it's based on the energy, the connection of that energy with, with the practitioner that you're choosing. Yeah. And to find someone, be with someone who, who is respectful and mindful in the work that they do, like I know that you are, Lauren. Um, Thank you. And so to find someone like you, Thank you. Thank you. I greatly appreciate that. Well, it's genuine. Kate, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight, sharing this wealth of information. Um, Very excited to have you. Maybe we'll have you back on again. We'll get some questions going, have the audience listeners. Um, So thank you very much for joining us. If you'd like to to stay on the line and listen to my wrap-up, that's fine. but I greatly appreciate you you coming you on bet. and thank sharing. You bet. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Kate. And thank, thank you. you to your listeners. Thanks. Have a great night, Kate. All right. And good night. And for our listeners, I hope you gained some pearls of information from the show today, a lot of information to digest. As I mentioned, I'll have the website information within my podcast description for tonight's show. Um, lots of things going on for me. You can check out my website. Uh, For my Sussex County listeners, I'm right around the corner. I want to mention next week, 107.9 is hosting a live event covering the Woodbridge fireworks. So I won't be live next week. I'll still have a show for my Sussex County listeners that isn't the fireworks show. There will be a a show for that's pre-recorded. And for Sussex County listeners, if you'd like to call the live show, just call on Monday nights between 7 and 8 p.m. Always look forward to talking with you. In closing, I'd like to thank my sponsor, North Star Asset Management. I'd like to thank my guest, Kate Kessel, for sharing so much of her information and knowledge and experience with you and with me. 
And I'd like to thank you for joining me tonight. So next week will be the live Woodbridge fireworks event for the 4th of July holiday. So I'll return live on Monday, July 10th. Until then, keep it light, smile, and enjoy. Good night. For those of you who are retired or close to it, have you taken the time to conduct a safe withdrawal rate analysis? If you're like me, you've spent a lifetime saving for retirement and now you want to make sure that it lasts. Few things are more important to the long-term success of your financial plan than choosing an appropriate withdrawal rate and establishing that rate early on can make all the difference. The investment advisors at North Star Asset Management in Panther Valley can help you determine what withdrawal rate is right for you. They've been working with retirees in the area for the past 30 years. For more information, the number to call is 908-850-9991. That's 908-850-9991. Or find them on the web at nstarinvest.com.